Welcome to the Diary of a Sales Expert podcast. My name's James White, and I'm on a mission to help business owners and sales professionals all over the world get incredible sales results. So thanks for listening, and let's get started. So how can you use referrals to build your pipeline? In this episode of the podcast, I'm just going to share with you five or six key tips and methods you can use to implement referrals in your business. And they, if you implement them in the right way, they can absolutely make a massive difference to your numbers and get new opportunities coming through. So why are they important, firstly? Referrals are really important because if you get people literally on board as a result of a person that they already know saying, I'm using X, and I really recommend you should have a conversation with them, then it makes a massive difference to that person, especially if the relationship with that person is good. It makes a huge difference to the buying process and mindset of that person to think, well, that person trusts them, so therefore I'm going to trust them. It basically conveys trust. It implies that if you like that person and they're good, well, I'll use them because I like James and he's he's recommending this person alongside it. So I really encourage you to remember that it just makes it shortcuts the process in many, many cases. And absolutely the issue of trust and belief, which many prospects and buyers struggle with, if you've got that referral from someone that they know, it it cuts that part of the process out. So they're really important. And also, if you don't have belief and trust in, if if your buyers don't believe and don't trust you that you'll deliver on what you say you will, they ain't going to buy. So getting them to be able to get that from the horse's mouth, someone that's been through that position is important. So the question is, if you want to build referrals, what is the way to do it? The first thing is to stop overthinking it sometimes. If you've made a difference in the world of the buyer and you've solved the problem for them and you've made their world a, a better place, then absolutely, they're going to be warm to you and hopefully be happy to share that in your scenario, what you do and what your services are with other people they know that are similar to them. They're going to want to repay the favor. As human beings, we want to replicate and say to someone, someone's done something good for us, we want to give that back to them. So if you think about it as a, as a method of asking for them some help or some to, you know, to, to recommend someone, to refer someone, they're doing that because they want to do it. And it's not a big thing. Just absolutely, and we'll talk about this in the next part of the, of the podcast, just be open about what you're looking for and how that can help you. And sometimes a great way that I've done it in the past is say, look, I've really enjoyed working with you and helping you solve those problems. Who else do you know in your network that's going through similar challenges that we can help solve that with? We're doing that with an organization at the moment who have a highly valuable piece of software in a specific industry. And the people in that industry talk to each other. There's not that many of them. And because they've now delivered a great result for one of them, we've actually gone and said, who else in your network could you think could benefit from this? Who else can we take a headache away from? And they've come back with three or four other people. And we've then talked about how we can get them introduced. So referrals are a great way to help solve problems for people. And don't see it as this big, oh, I've got to go and ask for something. Just say, hey, who else can we help? We're keen on helping. How can we do that? The other key thing about referrals is ask for them at the right time. If you've just literally sold to a customer solution, one literally that day, and I get this a lot, people, I've just bought a product or service, and the next day I get a referral saying, can you refer us? And I'm a bit like, hold up a sec here. I haven't even bloody used the service yet, and now you want me to refer it on. In other words, you haven't delivered on the promise yet to me. So wait at least for a period of maybe, depending on how long your service or product lasts, if your product is something that, you know, if you're a hotel, then of course, doing a referral a day after someone's left your hotel makes sense. Because if they've loved the hotel, the chances are they're then going to want to refer it to other people. 
people. But if you're operating providing a business service to someone that takes three months to implement, just because they've signed the PO and give you the go-ahead on the project, that's not the time to probably ask for the referral. At that point, they haven't yet seen it come to life and have the evidence of it. So we need to give it a bit more time. So learn to ask at the right time. And in my opinion, and my viewpoint for you, and the best way to think about this is at what point do you start to solve the goal, the desire, bear in mind the desire or problem that people have for, for, for a solution. Uh, at what point have you then been in a position where you have done that for them? Have you fixed the problem or solved where they want to be that desire for them and be in a position? Once you've done that, then reach out. If that takes you two months, if it takes you two years, if it takes you two days, whatever, but make sure you ask at the right time. So the other key thing around referrals is be specific about what it is you want. So many people are a little bit blasé around referrals and they don't really know what they want. One of my big, biggest frustrations is in networking meetings. When I sit, when I go to networking meetings and everyone gets their one minute to stand up and they say, hi, my name's so-and-so and we work with everyone and anything that we talk to and we all do. And I'm like, well, who am I supposed to refer you to? Now, a lot of people think, well, well actually... It's, it's no good if I, if I say a specific industry that I'm after, but it is because people make the connection. So when, for example, I've actually got a lady that I work with, a fantastic lady called Roz, and her business is brilliant at helping engineering companies. They mark, they help provide brilliant marketing services to engineering, content marketing, I should say, to engineering and complicated product companies. Whenever I, when she, if, you know, whenever I see a complicated company that's got a, an offering that's not standard, it's not your basic offering, I then think, do you know what, Roz, is a good referral for them because they she's an engineer by background but she understands marketing brilliantly so she's able to then really turn that person into in, in, and, and be a great referral for that person because she gets the technical elements of the of the, of the, of the person that she's uh, working with more so than other people do so if she stands up and says i want everyone and everything as a marketing person she's in the middle of everyone else if she starts talking about being a referral for a, 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 for a referral for engineering and technical and scientific companies, I know then if I then meet someone, she's a good fit. So be specific about what it is you want and who you want that referral for. Don't just start to say anyone you want to meet. If I'm going to go back to an existing customer, who else do you know in your network that's experiencing these challenges, these issues, wants to achieve these things? Who else can we help support in that respect, in that way? So the key thing around doing this is making sure that we've understood the audience. But the other element around this is knowing what your strategy is for this. A lot of the time, people then don't have a strategy for referrals. What do I mean by strategy? Your strategy for referrals might be when someone gives us a referral, what do we then do? How do we then go and implement that activity? Is your strategy for referrals that you're going to invite people to dinner? Is your strategy for referrals that you're going to um, put on an event, for example? I don't know. But the reality is we need to be in a position where we know what the strategy is that we're working with. And too many people are often in a position where they, they have this idea of a referral, but they don't have a strategy to follow. So I'm really going to encourage you to think about your referral strategy. What does it look like? Start to document elements around that strategy and how can it be what you want it to be? What's the method that you're going to use? What wording are you going to use? What are the actual numbers and targets that you want from that? So don't just put something in place and think, I hope it's okay. Say, no, I'm looking to get three referrals per month or five referrals per week or whatever it is. Know what approach you're going to then use for it. 
So the next point, and this is probably a critical point, and again, a lot of companies don't do this. And I was, um, I mean, there's a lady called Sue who runs a marketing company. I'll try and remember her name. She gave me this guide, and I, I think it was brilliant. We had a conversation. When you meet people in networking, you have discussions afterwards. And, and we, you know, we, I, she was a nice lady. I want to help her. And she said to me, what I'm going to send you is I'm going to send you a guide. And I'll share a copy of the referrals guide that we put out on Earn for Our Business. And it basically says, Here's the type of companies we do really well with. Here's who we're looking to work with. And here's where we're not a good fit for. And by the way, if you know any people in this situation, and by the way, she was quite specific around the types of people that she worked with, I'd love to have an introduction to them because I know they've got these problems and we can solve it. So create a referral. Create a referrals guide that you can send to people. So whether they then start to think about you and your company, or let's say you're talking to an existing customer and they're thinking, oh, who should I recommend them, refer them to? They're going, actually, no. John's given me a guide that is really clear about who I can help and what they can do and the impact it has. And obviously, if it's an existing customer, make sure that the things you've problems you've solved are things you've solved for John. But it gives people that insight then as to know how to position you and where to, 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 to put you into perspective. Darren, my podcast, the guy that does all my podcasts, is brilliant from a podcast perspective. So I would actually say to you, if you're looking to create a podcast, I'm going to happily refer you to Darren because he's really good at creating podcasts and doing videos. So again, it's about making sure that you are specific about what you want to do and, and write that down. Give people in two pages where you're looking for that referral guide. Make that part of the strategy. And then the final point that I would say about referrals is an obvious point that people don't do. And actually, I think it creates sometimes a bit of frustration for people is to thank them after. If you've had a referral from someone and that's turned into business, I will always generally send something in the post to that person, say, thank you so much for the referral. You've introduced me to such and such, and I really appreciated it. And I will often send a box of cakes, a box of cookies, box of biscuits, maybe some wine even. I mean, there was a guy that introduced me to some people that resulted in an absolutely massive opportunity for me. I sent him a 250-pound bottle of rum that he loved. It was a unique thing. Why? Because absolutely, he made a massive difference in referring me to someone who then resulted in a significant you know, six-figure business opportunity for me. So I felt he rewarded for that. Now, again, by sending that thank you, I've said, I really appreciate you doing that. People don't always need a giveaway or thank you. It's something that you know, is a gift for that. But people do like to feel appreciated. And there are times when I've referred people, I've referred business on, and I feel like actually they've forgotten about it. It's as if they didn't even mind about it. They've not even done anything. And it makes me feel a little bit like a bit pissed off. Really. I'm a bit like, oh, right. Okay. So I've just introduced this. I mean, I know someone at the moment who I introduced the company to that other company and they're moving their whole um, pension system over. <laughs> so, so 80 old people in a pension system being moved over and they've done nothing. Now, I'll be honest with you. Is it making me think, do I want to refer any more people to that person? Yes. Am I looking for any financial recompense? No, but a thank you wouldn't have been wouldn't go amiss. So people like to feel appreciated for what they've actually done, and I really encourage you to just do the simple things, like to say thank you. It doesn't have to be even just a thank you can be on its own, but if you can, if they've given you a bit of business with ten thousand pounds, then is, does it really hurt to send them a box of brownies worth forty quid? I would say it smooths the world and makes them want to continue to look after and support and help you rather than not. So these are the simple things that you can do to build your pipeline. 
The final thing I will also say to you is give it time. People don't put time into referrals. They sort of think, oh, well, I'm not actually going to. And actually, you know, when I'm doing this podcast now, it's making me think, how much work have we done as a team on referrals recently? Could we do a bit more? We probably can. So really try and start thinking about where you can do more to get additional people on board that have got similar issues to yourself. If you do, if you have made a difference in their world and they love what you do, they're going to want to refer. It doesn't mean that referral is going to automatically result in business, but it's going to give you an opportunity to try and have conversations with someone who already know because they've trusted the person that's made the referral that you're a good person to work with and engage with. And it's going to help you in that respect. So hopefully this gives you some ideas of what to do to referrals. If you're in a sales situation and and you're literally trying to, you know, you're looking to build your pipeline, you're not sure where to go, use your existing customer base, try and get some referrals, give yourself some targets and you're going to be in a great place to make the numbers happen. As I always do, I finish the podcast off with an inspirational story. So I just wanted to share a story with you on a guy today who I think is just inspirational in what he did. Um, and, and I really encourage you to, to start thinking about these type of people when they when they do what they do. So a guy called, I'm going to get his name wrong, so apologies if I spell it wrong, Nimsdi Perger. And he became the first ever Gurkha to join the UK special boat services. And uh, he had this basically this issue and he became, uh, developed an interest in mountaineering and he went out to try to try and climb Mount Everest. And he basically was, he wanted to climb Mount Everest and all the five major mountains and become the world record holder to do this. And he literally climbed the five, I think he literally climbed, what is it, 14, the world's most 14 highest peaks he climbed basically, and he literally did it in six months. So he climbed the 14 biggest peaks in the world in six months. And I think about that, if you think about how many people will train to just climb Everest on its own, which can take months itself, to complete them all in six months is, I just think, an incredible story. So Nimsday Perger, have a little look at his story. Be inspired by him and what he did and what he's achieved. And if you can be inspired by them as a result of, of, of what you know he's he made happen, then hopefully it can inspire you to achieve the success that you want for your business and your career. But whatever it is, just make sure when we think about the tough moments we're going through, what we want to achieve, look at people like Ninze. He put himself a plan in place of achieving something and he made it happen. Go and do the same in your world. I'll speak to you next week. Take care. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you've enjoyed. If you have, please subscribe to the podcast. It helps us ensure more people can get the insights and ideas they need to get incredible sales results. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode.